when you run a staffing firm and help augment teams in technology companies or run software development projects, you learn a lot about remote work. Adrian Esquivel joins me, the author of The Future of the Workforces Now, to talk remote work on this bonus episode of The Business of Tech. Your clients are looking for proactive cyber resilience and you to be their virtual chief information security officer to assess their security posture, enhance compliance readiness, and reduce their cyber risk. Want to do that at scale? Sonomi's AI-driven vCISO platform helps managed service providers and consulting firms make their customers cyber resilient. Try it today. Visit Sonomi.com and book a demo. Tell them you heard about it on the Business of Tech. That's C-Y-N-O-M-I.com. Adrian, thanks for joining me today. Uh, thank you, Dave. Thanks for having me. Now, I got to start with how did you get interested in researching and writing about remote work? We've been in the tech space, or I've been in the tech space for 20-something years, and you know our company, TechPert, you know we, you know we provide, um, you know we provide uh, IT um, and technical workforce for clients, and you know our, you know pre-pandemic, during the pandemic, after the pandemic, you know we've always provided, you know, uh, a technical workforce for our clients, and you know, they're always distributed and spread around the the, you know, the country. So, you know, we've been doing this for a long time, and thought one day, hey, you know, let's uh, let's write about it and put it out there, see if we can help some people who are trying to navigate this. So, how do you summarize your sort of philosophy to remote work? You know, um, it's not for everyone. Number one, right? So I think someone that has the responsibility to be able to, and the discipline to be able to, you know, kind of lock in at home and, and, and not be distracted and be able to execute and do their work um, can be successful at doing at doing this, right? And I think that's one of the things that you have to have. Plus, you know, the, the work that you're doing has to be able to be performed where, you know, it's remote and, and not in the office. So you say, you know, it's not for, ever, any, for everyone. What defines the people that it's not for in your mind? You know, I think you have to be able to be, a, you know, have that self-starter, uh, you know, you have to be a self-starter, you have to be, you know, responsible, you have to be able to manage your time effectively, um, you know, you have to be a good communicator, right? Uh, so, you know, we're communicating over video today and, and we're talking and, you know, you can do that. We do this all the time with, with our co- with coworkers, right? Uh, so being able to do that, uh, but also, you know, being able to just communicate in general. Some people kind of, you know, they, their their office, they're alone, and, and they kind of think that there's no one there. But, you know, everybody's just a message away, a Slack message away, an email away, or, or a video, video chat away. So, you know, being able to communicate and wanting to communicate is very important, you know, um, for that. So. Now, one of the things that people are constantly talking about in this space is that, that if you're re- working remotely or you have distributed teams, that you lose the serendipitous exchange, right? The, the magical serendipitous exchange. What's your approach when you're, when you're building teams and working with customers to, to build remote teams to, to instill and address that concern? The presence and the communications is so important, right? So in, in the in the course of a day, a work day, right? Um, you know, you're going to have meetings, right? You're going to have your normal, say, depending on what, what kind of work you're doing. You may have a stand-up meeting in the morning. You may have normal scheduled recurring, you know, meetings throughout the day or week. Um, so 
um, you know, those are going to happen, right? So you're going to have conversation, you're going to have communication with people, right? But I, I go back to what I was saying before, which is, you know, willing to communicate, you know, when you have an idea, when you have something that, that you know, or you have that, 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 that aha moment or something that you have to share, you know, get with, you know, kind of get out there and, and, you know, talk to people, right? You know, work on that idea, you know, um, you know, set up a call. They had this, you know, solution i think for this, this this challenge that we're facing now let's let's let's, let's all you know get together real quick and, and talk about that so um kind of jump you know taking that initiative and, and saying you know um here's 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 something that you know that i want to communicate with my fellow coworkers about to, to work through a solution um you know doing that right don't let don't you know don't let those things just kind of you know uh, f- be forgotten right like oh you know I'll, Take care of that later when I have some time. No, you know, you know, communicate with your with your coworkers and and and, and work together on, on on ideas. Now you've written a book on this, so you've written the book, uh, the future of the workforce is now. And and I wanted to ask you in the book, uh, give me a little bit of a taste of the way that you approach team management and what you recommend to help managers think about the way that they should be managing their teams, and then of course recommending to customers to do it that way. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously we're in the tech space, so I think we've always had an advantage, right. In, in terms of, you know, how we work, right. In, in our company specifically, you know, we're, we're born and we're, you know, it's fairly new, right. 10, 10 plus years old. Right. But, um, you know, a lot of companies, a lot of businesses have been doing things a, a certain way for a long time. Right. So, you know, we always, um, you know, we've used certain tools, um, that were, um, you know, for project management, for your know, task management, you know, from, from day one, and we've made that really part of our, part of our process. Um, and, and so our process have always been, you know, written or defined by, by the fact that, you know, we were leveraging these technology tools, like a project management tool, like a, like a, a, a chat tool, um, you know, in, in our space, again, we use, you know, in, in, in software development delivery, we use, you know, uh, agile development methodology and we, and we use software to help manage that process. So we were always, our processes and, 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 and our tools have always been, you know, tech-based, you know, internet-based, SaaS-based, right? Um, so, you know, those are things that that you know that every everything every single day that we use and our teams are managed like that right um and so you know i, I think that you know if i gave advice to a lot of companies that maybe were you know, doing things you know a, a different way an older way right or a manual way is you know to start you know digitizing those things first right digitize those processes get those workflows defined um and so that you can start leveraging tools right so that you can effectively manage people um that, that are remote right but processes and workflows have to be well defined and a lot of times you know people you know again i try to you know use the example of pre-pandemic may not have really thought about those things because everyone was, it was just right down the hall or you know in the office and you know, depending on the size of the organization some of some of those processes and workflows weren't weren't, weren't as well defined but I, I'd always start there first that's where I'd where I always I always start first to be able to to effectively have a team that is remote that you can manage Okay. I want to, want to get you to react to a couple of premises and get your take on what's going on. So one of the, the things that I've posited out in the market is, is that a lot of the pushback we're getting is a lot of old school managers that are not willing to embrace new approaches, partly because it's just hard, right? So, so when you have, you know, CEOs saying, well, come back into the office, uh, it's because that they're used to a particular way and it's just, difficult to do it another in a way in a way like it'd almost be summarized you know can you teach an old dog new tricks um what's your take on the that premise that it's it's just stodgy management that's resisting this 
Um, oh, I don't know. It's kind of loaded, I think, in terms of a question because, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of reasons, right? Like people want people back in the office. They want people collaborating. Like you had mentioned before, you, maybe that serendipitous mo- uh, moment, right? Like they, they want they want to get that back. You know, they got, they're paying rent on big, big space and they want people in there, you know, that you have, you know, managers who just want to do things the old school way. So there's a lot of factors there going on to why, you know, just get back in here and let's get back to it. Um, you know, there's some control things there, like, you know, they can control things better, you know. So, um, look, I think that, you know, I, I think workforce is changing, you know, you have uh, you know, different generations that are coming into the workforce that are establishing themselves in the workforce. Um, you know, it's, it's going to change whether you like it or not. You know, now what's the balance, right? I think that's what we look for in anything, right? The the, the balance, the equilibrium in that, right? So, um, you know, some things will continue to be 100% fully remote like they were before the pandemic, right? And operated just fine. Um, you know, some, some things will return 100% back into the office and there will be, that's just the way it is, right? Um, and then there will be a, a, a great medium, right? Uh, between, you know, you know, what we call the hybrid, right? Which is a combination of in in you know, in-house and, and remote, but I, but, but it's not going to go away and it is changing and it will change. And that's just how, you know, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to adopt something and, and at some point, right. You can't just go back to how things used to be. That's, that's, that's my opinion. What do you think of when you say the market, the workforce is changing? Is that generational? Is it uh, just expectations? What do you, what do you mean by that? Um, so yes, I would say it's, 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 you know, I would say part of it's generational, right. But I think also it's, it's, you know, the technology and it's, it's allowing for that. Right. And so, you know, you know, you, you know, when you try to bring in the best talent to an organization, right. You know, you don't want to be necessarily limited to what geographic region either, right. That they have to physically be in my city or my location or located just, you know, a commute away. Right. And, you know, so looking at density in certain metropolitan areas that continues to increase in, in certain areas and traffic keeps getting worse in a lot of, a lot of major cities. Right. So, um, and a lot of companies are going to be based in there and they don't want to necessarily say, well, well, you know, I, I need to hire someone here who, who can make the, you know, come into the office every day or two day two days a week. Right. So, you, you know, you, you're opening up your, your talent pool, right. When you do adopt, you know, uh, remote work, you know, um, as a, as a, a way of, of, you know, operating in your organization, you're going to be able to go out and hire someone that's the best fit for you and best fit for the, for, for, for the project or the company, you know, by opening up that talent pool and not having that, that geographic restriction to it. Now you're probably doing a lot of hiring because if you're supplementing teams in companies, you know, you're, you're bringing a lot of people. How tight are you finding the market right now? I look at all the data, but how are you seeing it out in the field? Yeah, no, I would say, I would say that's, that's, that's right with what we see. Right. Um, so we're, you know, every day we're, you know, we have a recruiting team and, and, and they're working every day on, on, on fulfilling roles for our clients. Um, you know, we, you know, we do see that there is, you know, there, 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 there's, there's challenges, right? Um, I see the, the, the roles that are more successful for successful in filling and finding the right candidates tend to be ones that have more flexibility. Um, you know, some of our clients were, we're based in Florida, a lot of, a lot of business down here in Florida, and we're seeing net migration positive here in the state, you know, and, you know, and, and in South Florida. So we're seeing people that want to move here, right? So that is, that is helping, 
our clients here that do require, you know, uh, you know, in 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 office or some kind of hybrid, you know, type of role. Um, so that's helping, right? That this is a, a an area where people are, are moving to. Um, but you know, it's it's improving. You know, I think it's improving. You know, but it, it it's still it's still you know pretty tight. I would say. Now I'm gonna gonna throw out a pr- another premise, and I want to get your reaction to it. I I, I posit that those technology companies that are not just de- deploying solutions out to the customer, but are also investing in training and helping their customers achieve cultural change, particularly as it relates to remote, to remote work, are the ones that are going to deliver the most successful projects. What's your take on that premise? Uh, so, do you mean on the education side, on like upskilling? Um or reskilling, or is it more just kind of training to adopt to that to that environment? It's it's intentionally broad, but if I but if I'm leaning into one of those two, it's around the the, the management changes, the kinds of things you talk about in the book that you actually can train customers how to be effective using these remote technologies, and you'll end up delivering more successful projects. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you know, I think that um, you know, it's it's how we, you know, how we, let's take the example of like software development projects and IT projects. And a lot of that, you know, there is some, depending on the, 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 uh, the complexity of the project, it's going to require some, some in, in-person type of interaction. Right. But for the most part, most of these projects are, can be done, you know, hundred percent remote and they're using, you know, certain tools and software tools to deliver the project. And sometimes clients may not be so, you know, used to those things. Right. And, and, and some of our clients and some of the organizations have their own ways of how they manage, um, you know, how they manage projects, right? Um, and you know, maybe they're not uh, so used to kind of how you know other, you know, other different companies and other teams may use, you know, to, to deliver on projects. So, you know, what we like to do is is kind of just, you know, say, look, here's how, you know, here's how, you know, just in a normal project, here are some of the the elements of the management, right? And you know, we have these meetings, we have stakeholder meetings, right? We have, you know, tasks and milestones that are defined. And things that have been around for a long time, right? These are not new concepts. Um, but, you know, they're, you know, now, whereas sometimes these things are, these meetings t- take place, a lot of them now are, are, are being taken remote, right? So how to adapt that, right? And now we're having like, you know, these, these, these online virtual meetings or remote meetings versus in-person meetings. Um, so we like to just, you know, and I think a lot of, you know, today now, you know, the last three years, a lot of people are used to that already, you know, so it's not a big shock to them, right? So it's just adapting those new communication, um, you know, the ways of communicating and exchanging, you know, you know, information um, into, into those projects that they may not have been used to before. So. Gotcha. If, if people are interested in learning more, how can they get more resources and, and, you know, continue exploring the topic? Yeah. So, um, you know, they can visit our website. Uh, that's, uh, uh, techbert.com. That's spelled T E C K P E R T, uh, dot com. Um, you know, we have our, a blog there. We, we write a bunch on just tech in general and, and obviously about, about the workforce and the tech workforce. Um, uh, we, you know, we have some white papers that we've that we've we've created on you know staff augmentation, which is an area that we focus on a lot in, um, as well as digital transformation. Uh, there's also a link to our book there um, that that you can go. It's the future of the workforce is now, um, and there's a link on our website there. And um, there's just you know if you're interested in some of the stuff that we do. There's there's uh, information on 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 what we do here at TechBird as well. Awesome. Well, Adrian, thanks for joining me today. I really appreciate the conversation. Thanks, Dave. Thank you for having me. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile 
and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines posted at businessof.tech. Like the content? Support the show at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. If you want to reach our listeners, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Part of the MSP Radio Network.